Oh, yeah! You're listening to Late Night with Mike. We'll call this episode six the post Super Bowl critic. Because I was partying with this guy last night. He threw a Super Bowl party in Avondale. Excellent party, great food, people having fun, had his daughter bartending. You know how to do it, dude, I gotta say. What's up? Yeah, I'm glad that we had a party because without that, uh, without that party, it would have been just been like a, a normal Sunday because that game was lame. You know, when I came home, my wife, she said it was really boring and I had a good time just because you had family over and... You know, they knew what they were talking about. So they had uh, some great football knowledge. And I got to say, since I've moved to Arizona 16 years ago, I haven't met that many people that know sports. Know a bunch of dorks or what? I but, beg your pardon. I mean, seriously. You know a bunch of rockers. That's, you know a bunch of rockers. That's why. Well, you know, a lot of them know uh, sports. But, I mean, I came from just sports, sports, sports. I mean, I know... Baseball, football, hockey, basketball, you know, just tons. And, you know, the four major sports, and after that, you know, kind of dips off. I actually know a lot about tennis, but, uh, I mean, when it comes to football, if you're from out east or Midwest, you know football. Guys, girls... Yeah, baby. Grandfather, yeah. I mean, everybody talks football. They dress up. They do parties every, you know, Sunday. Super Bowl's a big deal. If your team happens to be in it, I mean, you're not even out on the street. The, the malls are empty. I mean, shit. Michigan Avenue when the Chicago Bears were in the Super Bowl, it was 35 years ago already. But, oh, my God. Nobody was downtown. I mean, it was a ghost really? town. Yeah. And, uh, you know... They used to kind of show that, you know, I think Fox was still broadcasting back then for the Bears. I know CBS did it a lot. But anyways, yeah, they would kind of take a, you know, like when they go to a commercial and they're showing, you know, Geico and Budweiser, you know, logos in the screen. They'd have a shot of Michigan Avenue and there's no cars, no people walking around. I mean, they are into their football. So, you know, when I moved to Arizona, I was, I mean, now... I gotta say, uh, when I moved here, the Phoenix Suns were really, they were good. And that was the talk of the town. And the Cardinals had a little stretch for a couple years uh, in football where they were good. And, I mean, they fill that stadium pretty much every year. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. but it's just not, uh, I mean, I've worked in an office for, you know, the last 16 years, and that's not the talk at the copy machine. I mean, I just, I, I was so used to going to work and man you got nothing done the first hour and a half because all you're doing is talking about you know the football game or you know if the baseball team was in the postseason or the hockey team made it to the playoffs i mean you talked about that shit it was on your mind it was like you had you couldn't even sleep and out here nobody really talks like that so i, I actually had a good time did you have a few drinks this morning you know talking you know what's going to happen on the next play and i actually got a lot of clips we're going to put on this podcast from your family members just kind of you know, picking, you know, are they going to play action on the next, you know, play? Are they going to run? Are they going to pass? It, it was cool. I like watching sports like that, you know. It makes it interesting. So, 
I didn't find the game as boring as other people. I was shocked to go on Twitter today and just a lot of people were saying it was horrible and you know, then they critiqued the halftime show and I, I barely watched the halftime show. I kind of, you know, a lot of people who are throwing Super Bowl parties, yeah, I guess they watch the halftime show if it's, you know, something they're more interested in. I, I mean, The weekend, I, I, I know one of his songs from, you know, shit, five years ago, you know, his yeah, first I, I, missed, I missed a lot of that halftime show and uh, I think I, I caught the game, but I wasn't really like, focused into it because I was cooking so I really wasn't completely 100% into it but yeah it was kind of different this year yeah well you know it's like anything you host a party and you're so busy entertaining making sure people have drinks food you know whatever it is and you're just you get caught up in it and then the day's gone (laughs) it's like back in the day you know planning for a wedding you know planning forever forever and boom they're married in 20 minutes receptions you know three hours and everybody's gone and it's like shit we planned months for that day spent all that money and done so but good bash dude that was really good i actually uh the first quarter wasn't even over and i was over my two drink limit so i kind (laughs) of fucked that up i was yeah i i i kept catching myself going woo 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 and i'm like Who's that idiot? And it was me. You dick! So, you know, those are those are small cups, though. It's not like they were the big ones I make for you. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, but your daughter doesn't follow instructions properly because that little glass, she puts two shots of whiskey in it and then, you know, drizzles <laughs> everything else on there. Like, here, taste it. And, I mean, I felt that thing going down my esophagus so fast and that my body started burning up. I was like... One. Oh, what did you give that? me? You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, she likes to concoct a lot of stuff, that's for sure. Well, whatever the second drink she made me, it was actually a good tasting drink. And I don't know what it was. And then your, uh, I don't know if he's your brother-in-law. Um, he, he made, oh, yeah, Maurice said he made, that, he made that one purple one. Yeah, it was purple. And it was, man, that was a good drink. Those are the scary ones because when you like them, then you, you're buzzed right when you, you know, kind of put it down and uh, you know, I believe that was uh, I believe that one was the um, the pomegranate juice with uh, vodka I think yeah see I'm not a vodka drinker but that tasted good so first of all I mixed two liquors and I'm a lightweight anyway <laughs> so <laughs> I was like man I'm a little buzzed what the hell right yeah so yeah, you're you, you came up to me you're like I'm fucked up I'm like what for real <laughs> well I play games sometimes like that too Hey, gotta watch me. Yeah, you even tried. You even thought you were pouring water into that glass, and it was vodka. <laughs> I, I just told my wife and daughter that story. I yeah. So Aaron has a, a just a cool setup in his backyard, a covered, huge covered patio. He's got bar, you know, tables out there. That so his when he has parties, his daughter bartends. She likes it. And uh, anyways, under the bar, I she disappeared. So I'm like, you know, okay, I'll help myself. You know, this is my my house too <laughs> just kidding so there was a container i thought it was just water with uh you know lemon and lime slices in it so i was like okay well i had enough to drink i'm gonna just drink water <laughs> and i fill up this glass and i was about to swig it and you then you told me there's vodka in that and i, I tried to smell it i go there's no vodka in here he's like yeah so i'm like all right i'll take his word for it so i poured it in the grass the, the whole glass and then you're like 
dude, that was good vodka. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe I'm... I'm not your brains out if you had any. Woohoo! Yeah, you never throw alcohol away. <laughs> never throw alcohol away. Never throw alcohol away. Excellent. All right, so what, what, I, what we were doing yesterday is kind of... I was walking around the party interviewing people and uh, mostly about the game, and we kind of talked every quarter. So at the end of the first quarter, it was only three to nothing. Kansas City was up, but not a lot was going on. And, you know, sometimes games go like that where you're feeling the team out and then it turns into an explosion. Uh, so what did you think after the first quarter? And we're going to we'll play some tape too, what other people were thinking. And uh, what were your thoughts and, you know, how things change? Yeah, just like you said, the first quarter was more like a, a fill-out type of process of, two really good teams, I think, from both sides of the ball. And I think that's what it was going on there. Just a slow trying to figure out, don't try to do anything too stupid to get yourself into trouble with uh, turnovers or anything like that. But, yeah, that quickly changed uh, at the end of that first quarter and then into the second. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, you know, uh, looked like Tampa Bay got a few calls going their way. And, you know, then all the, you know, at – you heard everybody saying, oh, Brady's going to get the calls, this and that, you know, starting to build it up. But what do you think Kansas City was thinking? But anyways, they actually Tampa Bay was putting together, you know, some nice drives. They uh, got down the field. Uh, well, they had a, what? They were up by what? Only four points. And they went for the fourth and goal on the oh, one the yard line down. and th yeah. didn't get it. You know, and you thought they could maybe turn the game around, but it really didn't. And, uh, they just controlled the game, and what what was halftime? It was uh, oh gosh, was it twenty one to six? Was, yeah, twenty one to six. Yep. Yeah, so twenty one to six at halftime, and you're thinking, okay, Kansas City's going to get the ball first, so you know this would be their chance. They're really not out of it by any means. It's two scores, and uh, they came out flat again. And uh, uh, what did you think? You think they were going to come back and kind of? You know, just take charge. They've been down a lot this year, actually, and came back at halftime. So. Well, if you remember, uh, wasn't it last year um, that they came back in every single postseason game uh, to get, and even in the Super Bowl, they came back. Um, so everybody at, at the party was like, oh, they're going to make the adjustments. Andy Reid's going to make the adjustments. But nothing was done differently. It surprised the heck out of me, really. Yeah, so here's what a couple people said at the party. So you're listening to Late Night with Mike. Aaron's on grill duty here at the Super Bowl. Are we live? You, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Super Bowl 55. First quarter ended. Just ended. Uh, Tampa Bay up 7-3. to three. Who did you have in this game? I didn't really have anybody. I'm just going for uh, Kansas City because I'm tired of Tom Brady winning. Tired of Brady. Okay, that's cool. Well, I think a lot of people have picked Kansas City for the whole time, you know, since the playoffs started. Yeah, what has me worried, though, is their offensive line. Yeah. And I can tell right now, yeah. uh, they are hurting. Yeah. Well, only three points in the first quarter. Let's see what happens, and uh, we'll check back in later. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I, really, I, really wonder, I really wonder if there was the, uh, the two left tackles that were out. I knew that would have some impact on the rush. But then also, I really want to know how much of an impact in that locker room was affected by Andy Reid's son being involved in that uh, accident where he hurt a 
a child and he was drinking and stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. You drink this morning? I have no idea how that would affect the team play. There's, I mean, I, you think they were thinking about what Andy Reid's son was doing? I, I, no way. Well, he's They're, a coach. He's a, he's a linebacker's coach. Right, but, I mean, come on. I mean, we didn't play sports at this level, but, you know, something happens to somebody and a, a coach gets sick, or what, what if he got the flu real bad or, you know, just whatever, couldn't make the game. I mean, are they going to play any different? I, if anything, you know, maybe you, you're a little more loose. I mean, I can't imagine you're like, you know, the the one assistant coach is gone and we're going to, okay, let's, you know, play like shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the heck I mean, would you do in a situation like that? Going on. Maybe people are feeling bad for Andy Reid and who knows what it was, but they definitely were not the same team that I've seen all year. That's for sure. And especially, especially when they played in week 12 in Tampa and blew them out. It just don't make sense. Right. Well, again, good coaching. Uh, you know, Bruce Arians, maybe they made some adjustments. Obviously, they did. You know, all the talk was Kansas City is going to make adjustments. Well, it looked like Tampa had a, a great game plan offensively and defensively. They, I mean, Tom Brady, he, he had a freaking great game, man. He had a lot of completions. It, it, early on, he missed some passes. But, boy, at, probably three quarters of the way through the first quarter, he was on the rest of the game. And when they needed to play, they had it. And they didn't, you know, they just spread the ball out nice. They started running. You know, they mixed it up really good offensively. Defensively, they shut him down. And even, like I said, with your family there, I could see the play developing. You'd see four in the box on defense for Tampa Bay. And I'm like, Mahomes is going to have a tough time getting somebody open in the middle, and he likes to go there. Nobody was open. And, uh, you know, he scrambled a couple times early, and then he kind of tried to stay in the pocket, and it just didn't work. And, you know, sometimes that happens in big games. You want to hear a funny stat that I heard or I read? Um, Mahomes scrambled outside the pocket for a total of 500 yards. I don't know how accurate that is, but if you remember, a lot of those times that he was dropping back, he was running deeper and wider just to throw the ball away. So I really wonder how accurate that is that he did that for 500 yards. Crazy. Well, I mean, if if the defense is worried about the deep ball, you can you know get a lot of yards. If your guys are way down the field, and if they're not, you know, defense isn't in the zone, the quarterback, you know, you could run for 20 yards easy on some of those routes, especially if you flood one side of the field. You know, you send everybody on a cross route to the left. You roll out to the right for the one guy who's going deep. <laughs> you know, if you don't think you can make the throw, just start running. You know, you can get all, you know. You see that with a lot of guys, Kyler Murray, uh, Mitch Trubisky, uh, you know, any of these running quarterbacks. Uh, who's the guy in Philadelphia that looked good the uh, last couple games of the season? Uh, that's yeah, why, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, that's why they're getting rid of all their quarterbacks. They're like, forget it. This guy can throw, and, you know, he's young, so for the next three years, let him take a beating and get the hell out of, you know, Dodge. And now you got another option to, you know, run on, on third down and long and still could get the first down. So... You know, it depends what you want in your team. If you don't want your quarterback running around, then, you know, don't get a running quarterback. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not a GM. Screw you, man. 
Anyway, it'd be great to play GM for a year. Oh uh, yeah, that's you know any sport nut that's their dream to you know could I run the show for one year? Oh yeah, I'd love it. Any sport, maybe not basketball. Those guys, I don't think they listen to their coach. Because remember, did yeah, you, that's a little bit of a different sport. Well, did you ever play uh, basketball when you were a kid? You play uh, organized any junior high, high school? Uh, I played like one. I played one year, but uh, my. My bread and butter was baseball and football. Yeah, yeah. I, I still I did, two, I did two years of uh, high school basketball, believe it or not. And I'll tell you what, if you missed a shot one way and you started barely jogging to get on defense, you're out of the game in a second. <laughs> so the pros, look at all the replays. There's like three guys back on defense half the game. But we do it in Mexico all the time. But that's why that sport, I think, uh, the last couple of years, people are not, their ratings are really low. But I I don't watch basketball. That's the least out of the four majors. And it's, I mean, I'll watch one or two games a year. I just, I, I, I can't support a sport where the guys don't try. You and, dick! You know, baseball, football, hockey, those guys are really, they're going. You know, I guess baseball, you could say they're taking a little break, but I mean, come on, there's a fly ball in the gap and you're the center fielder. You're, you're running hard every time. You're not going to go 80%. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. you know the only time I see them uh, taking it off is running the first or, well, you know, if they, pop Yeah, if they pop it up on the, to the catcher, you know, why run down to first? I, I, I don't even have that much of a problem with that. But, you know, you're not going to see a pitcher say, well... Eh, I'm just going to throw, you know, about three quarters as hard as I can. <laughs> they not, it's not going to happen. So, or, or the guy's on first base and the ball, the pitcher pitches to the catcher. You think the catcher's not going to throw down as hard as he can to second base to get a stolen base? You know, get the runner out on a stolen base? Hell no. Yeah, baby. Yeah. You see guys in intramural sports doing it. 35-year-old guys on the flag football field. They're, they're running. You'd think they're getting paid. Of course, they're pulling a hamstring. <laughs> they pull a hamstring every time, but I meant to do that, <laughs> right? Yeah, I go oh, yeah. all those years of playing sports and not getting injured, and I go and play one season of softball, and I pull my quad and tear my hamstring. Well, you know, it's like in your twenties, you know, you'll play in these softball leagues. I used to do three, four nights a week sometimes in my twenties, and it'd be like maybe the whole season one dude would get hurt, you know, or. You know, we did, we did 16 inch in Chicago, so you know guys would get their fingers messed up all the time because you know just hard hit balls jams your finger and breaks your finger, whatever. Then you get to 30, and then you you like half the teams pulling muscles throughout the year. Then in your 40s you try and do it, and when the guys pull the muscles, they miss they miss tons of games. <laughs> They're out you know half the year, and then if you even have the balls at, in your 50s, which I did. I played softball, and probably eight out of ten guys were out for the year. Like, you couldn't feel the team at the end. You're, you know, you're asking your next-door neighbor. He's washing the car. You're like, dude, what are you doing later? Can you fill in? <laughs> I beg your pardon. Like, uh, I never played before. And he strikes out, you know, in softball. That's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the, you're, you're that fucked. You, you start calling guys to, you know, and your wife, you know, when your wife's a better hitter in softball than you, I don't even know. I, I don't. I couldn't even go to sleep. Can you imagine that? 
Co-ed intramural softball, and oh, no, it was pretty cool. No. But but the guys, when you batted, you had to bat the opposite way. So if you're a you know natural right-handed hitter, you had to hit lefty. Well, I was a switch hitter. <laughs> Me too. So Me too. I would nail balls just far lefty, and then you know the other team would get pissed, saying that well, you know, there's no way that he's a righty. I'm like, I'm telling you, if I can hit a ball farther righty. Uh, but you're throwing the ball with your right hand. Most 90% of the guys who throw with their right hand bat right-handed. True. Yeah. Yep. Even though my buddy Doug, who's on a lot of my podcasts, he throws lefty and bats righty. He doesn't bat lefty. Interesting. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah. That and is he, very he, interesting. And he plays uh, guitar upside down and backwards. So, wow. you, know, you know how a righty yeah, plays a, the guitar. He, would, little, he plays it upside down. There's, there's something in that brain. There's something in that brain mechanism that allows him to do that kind of stuff. Because man, that's so difficult. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was always interesting. So like, uh, you know, I don't think he could just jump on a stage and be like, "Yeah, dude, I'll borrow your guitar." He'd have to kind of flip it around, and yeah, I don't even know how he does it. Anyways, getting off subject here. All right, so. After the third quarter, you like how my voice just got high? Third quarter. You know you're a fucking mumbling, stuttering little fuck. You know that? Of the game, what was the score? You know? This, this uh, I think it was. Gosh, I want to say it was 28 to six. That's how bad my memory is. I have to look at my phone right now, and I was watching that fucking game with you yesterday. Okay. I can't remember when it turned to 28 to nine. I can't remember. Okay, but. so it was. 31 to 9 at the end of the third quarter. You know, I didn't even know this. Nobody scored in the fourth quarter. Oh, really? See, I wasn't paying attention much. Well, I think the last half of the fourth quarter, they were kind of just running the clock. And, uh, yeah, Kansas City was pretty much done. Okay, so the final score was the same as after the third quarter. So that's when people, well, you'll take a listen here. Some random comments from people at a Super Bowl party. Let's hear what they think. So, Raul, who was your pick um, for before the game started? Who did you who did you have? If you had to put your own money on it, I have money on it. If I have money on it, then I'm picking Brady. You're picking Brady. You're going to. But the but who I want to win is Mahomes. Okay, he's my homie. Who'd you put? DeAndre. Who'd you put money on? You put money on the Chiefs. Was it three points? I just. Chiefs win. Chiefs yeah, straight I, up. I don't like voting. I don't like betting on spread. I don't do that either. Because, like, in the NBA Finals, I won. Like, the Lakers won. But it was, like, some spread bullshit. I didn't get no money. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what is this bullshit? That was the first time I actually sports bet, you know? Yeah, uh, cool. All right. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I thought my team wins. I get well, money. I had, um, I had 50 bucks on the point toss already. Yeah. Oh, you did? You got the – you won it? No, we I won. lost. Oh. I called tails. Dang. Yeah, that's, yeah, wow, right away. <laughs> right off the bat, down 50. Yeah. Hey, but if you get it back on the Chiefs, then you're good. Like. Oh, yeah, have a, 
You don't care. Yeah. No. All right. Are you trying to make a bet? <laughs> no, I'm trying to put you on my podcast. Get a woman's <laughs> point of view. Um, no, I'm just here to bartend. That is all I'm here for. I do not care who wins. Um, as long as I get tips. <laughs> as long as Elena gets tips. All right, we'll make sure that happens. Fabulous. All right, so you're listening to Late Night with Mike. It's 21 to 6 at halftime. Tampa Bay is leading. Are you stunned or... I, I'm not. It? I'm not surprised because again, Tampa Bay has got good coaches. Tampa Bay's got a hell of a you know list of players on the offensive side. So I am not surprised one bit. But I'm surprised more about Kansas City not being able to do anything at all. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, Tampa Bay has a good game game plan on defense, and yeah, Arians uh, they've come to play. Let's see what happens in the second half here. Right. A great, great game plan going to Gronk early, and uh, Mahomes really they're just confining him to, you know, five ten Check yard downs. passes. Yeah, yeah he's, he's checking down every place, throwing a couple down the field, but into coverage. I think I think there are two offensive tackles that are really killing them. Fisher's out, and the other guys I remember. Well, Kansas City's going to get the ball in the second half first, and uh, I think they have to score at least three here. And the problem is is that Tampa Bay is getting seven points. Kansas City's only getting three when they score. You've got to capitalize. Horrible. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, Kansas City fans at the party we're here with, and they're uh, getting pissed off. So... Shit happens, but I'm going for Tampa Bay anyways. I want Brady to win this fucking game. So. We'll see what happens. We'll check back in the third quarter. All right, so it's 21 to 6 at halftime. You're listening to Late Night with Mike. Are you surprised by the scores? I'm not surprised by the score because I will never bet against Brady, but I do want Mahomes to win. But then again, you, you can't, you can't. I mean, Brady's built for this moment. This is it. What do you think, D? What do you think? I like Brady's poise. Um, Tampa Bay came with the heat. Um, they started off really, really good. Uh, Kansas City defense is lacking. Uh, but don't be surprised about any reads, you know, coaching. Uh, he's definitely sure. coming out at the halftime, and we're going to see some adjustments. You're going to see some adjustments. I agree. Okay, well, let's see what happens. We'll be right back. You're listening to Late Night with Mike. Are you surprised by the score? 21-6 to six at halftime. Yeah, I am surprised by the score. But after looking at the official play calling, I'm not. <laughs> so what do you think? You think they'll make an adjustment at halftime? Oh, yeah. Turn the game around? <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll make some adjustments. It's not really. And uh, I know uh, your daughter's boyfriend, Raul, he, he said it was done. I still wasn't sold on it because I was like, watch this be a stunner. And, you know, you get a, a touchdown and a pick six, something like that, you're back in the game and – Things could turn around, you know, unlikely in a Super Bowl, but it would be cool. But I know well, it was at done the be- before it was done. It was done before with Brady when he played against the Falcons. Right. Yeah, that was huge. That was one of the. Well, that's probably the best comeback in Super Bowl history, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. At mm-hmm. least in my life. But you know that you know they lost. Uh, when he was on the Patriots, they lost to the Giants late in the game on uh, when I thought the Patriots had it. I don't know. Had to be, well, it was Eli Manning, so. I can't believe Eli Manning won two Super Bowls. 
both against Brady. <laughs> yeah, dude, imagine if he think about it. If, if Eli Manning didn't beat him those two times, he would have, He'd have nine nine Super Bowl wins. <laughs> Woohoo! That's, that's crazy. Well, seven is crazy. Seven is nuts. That's incredible. I mean, it's never. He's got he's got more championships than the Steelers' whole franchise, the Cowboys, um, the 49ers. Uh, who's the other one that's um, up there? Oh shit! But you know what I mean. He's got more than all of the. He's got more championships than like seven, eight teams combined total. Yeah, somebody put it on Twitter earlier today. It was around my lunch hour, and it was there were a lot of teams they listed there, and they, they put like all the bad teams that he has yeah. more than all of them combined. Crazy! What a career, right? Yeah, I mean you got to face the music. A lot of Brady haters and didn't want him to win because it's him, but you know, got to give credit to greatness. He's the greatest quarterback to. You know who gets it done, closes the deal. And I wonder if it's him, if it's completely him, or if it's the system that he has been in, or just the aura that he brings. That's uh, at some point, it's the I think it's the aura with the talent that's around him. Well, probably a uh, little of both. I mean, you can't win it by yourself. You can't throw the ball to yourself. You hear, for a touchdown. Did you see what um, you see what Mike Evans was supposedly said to Bruce Arians? No, what he's willing he's willing to rework his contract to help the team out. I beg your pardon. Well, there you go. When is the last time you seen a when is the last time you seen a number one receiver try to do that because he wants to have Tom Brady back? He wants to have all those guys back. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you got to like a player like that. I mean, dude, they make so much money. Really, when you have $20 million, what's the big deal to restructure your contract the next year? I mean, how much money do you need? Right? Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. So, all right, well, enough of football. It's over. Kansas City's going to be favored next year. Brady's going to play another year. A lot of teams going through changes. Excellent. All right, buddy. Hello, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for uh, being on the show. We'll play you some rock and roll here to end it. Always end it with some slam. St. Joan. You're listening to The Late Night with Mike. See you next time. Take it easy. All right.